1: good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 286 of the co-op podcast i'm your host richard billy jr and today i'm joined by mr gary ace how's it going gary
2: it's going very good thank you very much Uh, happy sunday to you and um, it's good to have another returning member of the show so let's get straight to it there's some interesting things to discuss today
1: absolutely i agree and, of course, uh, our the returning member for today's show is uh, Miss Dana Abercrombie. How's it going, Dana?
0: Hello, guys. It's going wonderful. I'm happy to be here on this very cold and rainy afternoon in New York City.
1: Oh, well, I, I would just like to say that I sympathize with you because it was very cold and rainy uh, here yesterday. And as of today, it's sunny and 70 degrees outside. So,
0: Oh, this... I'm in for you. It's going to be in the 30s.
1: Oh, oh, well, no, well, well, no. This this weather change definitely messes up the immune system. So, uh, it's people got to be careful here in Atlanta. <laughs> True,
0: yeah. and it's probably summer where
2: you're at, Gary. Yeah, uh, it's just it's turning spring right now. Um, very early for spring because, like, I was expecting winter to like drag on until like March or something, but it's actually been pretty like warm compared to how it was like a month ago so yeah um i must say that our winter was very weak this year oh we had like maybe an inch of snow and it cleared within like a day so we didn't well we didn't experience anything like what dana experienced in new york
1: well 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 don't worry i'm pretty sure y'all will pay for that later because mother nature always uh, returns with the vengeance Oh so, yeah uh,
2: yeah. I I fully expect our next winter To be like terrible Because <laughs> we had a light winter This go around
1: Yeah Absolutely Alright so uh, On that note uh, There was a lot of news that developed this week Some pretty big stories that we're going to get into Here uh, in a little while But before we do any of that We're going to let you all know what we have been playing And what we have been up to So uh I'm going to go to you first, Dana. How about you let us know what you have been playing and what you've been up to?
0: What have I been up to? What have I been playing? Um, I was able to manage to squeeze in a couple of Kingdom Hearts. Um, so that has always, that was just exciting and fun and transported me back to like 50 years ago when the second one came out. So, yeah, that's just mainly what I've been, been playing, just like to relax with some kingdom hearts and i know the division two um dropped already and i'll get around to that i'm excited for that one
1: oh yeah you could probably talk about the uh the beta
0: yes um, the beta.
1: yeah 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 the, the game will be out in a few in about a few weeks Yes. but uh, yeah the there's gonna be another beta also starting uh this upcoming friday march 1st so Uh, For those that are interested, I know Gary will probably be in that beta, so yeah, definitely check it out. It's going to be open to everybody. It's not private. Um, Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, So, Gary, let's go on to you next. How about you let us know what you have been playing and what you've been up to?
2: Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, do I even need to say it? I've been playing Overwatch, of course. But, (laughs) but a new game launched this week and it's is a game that's been stirring up the hornet's nest on twitter and youtube and every site and that game is called Anthem um so yeah that launched for me I got it on a thursday evening um because you know pc um and I had the pre-order of the the Legion of Dawn um edition so yeah um my thoughts on Anthem so this game is like... It seems to be dividing a lot of people. And there's a lot of controversy. And I've seen the Metacritic score and everything. Um, a lot of people seem out to... You know... Um, talk trash about the game. But I must say that like... It's not that bad. But but I, I have to say that... Um, I had my expectations set for the game. Like I wasn't expecting this to be something groundbreaking. Or... Something... um, In terms of... uh, The story quality of Mass Effect 1 through 3... Um, You know, I wasn't expecting this to be... You know, something profound... Basically... Um, I expected this to be... Like Destiny... uh, Pretty much a Destiny rip-off... Made by Bioware... That... And I expected it to be something... That's fun to play with friends... And you know, just... I just a looter shooter basically like a fun looter shooter to to hop in with your friends grind uh get some some cool loot customize your javelin and look like a badass like that's what i expected from the game and that's what i got and you know because of that i'm satisfied with the game um i wasn't really expecting this to be like a 10 out of 10 amazing masterpiece something that defines the genre like or the the generation um i just you know i just expected a destiny clone and, and that's what we got so i'm happy with the game it is, it's fully what i expected it to be um i don't understand some of the criticisms i'm seeing um i know there was legit problems with the game uh before its release and ea probably could have handled that better because you know having the whole uh game release like a, a week ahead of time before the day one patch and everything that set a lot of people off because people thought that what they were playing was like the final version, but there was still a day one patch for the actual release date. And they, of course they didn't issue that until the actual, actual release date that where everyone would get to play. Um, so that caused a lot of issue like issues and, um, upset gamers and everything. Um, so yeah, I, I know there's legit issues and concerns with the game. Um, Especially when you're in Fort Tarsis, which is the hub area, uh, for me, like that area, like the frame rate dips a lot in that area. Like it gets very slow in um, certain parts of that area. But I mean, in terms of the actual gameplay, the gameplay is fluid. Um, it's fun. You know, I like learning new abilities and. Um, You know, just the differences between the javelins and things like that And how you can customize them It's all fun And I haven't, like I haven't felt like I need to buy anything yet Now that might change later on in the game Because I remember with Destiny you, You would hit this cap where you've done everything in the game And there's only so much more you can upgrade your javelin So I imagine that once you reach that point in this game You might uh feel compelled to buy something just to give your javelin that extra edge but I don't plan on buying anything to be honest with you. Like I'm just gonna get <laughs> I'm just gonna get what's in the game and that's it. Like I'm I'm gonna move on to the division two after after this game straight away. So I don't plan on buying anything to be honest. So but yeah um I think it's decent like if if you if you look at this As just a fun game To play with your friends For a month or something You know You can't go wrong with it In my opinion But if you're expecting Like the second coming Of Jesus In video game form Then This is not for you So <laughs> well,
1: So so I, th- There's one question I do want to ask uh, So After playing Mass Effect Andromeda Which Which of Which of these games uh, Do you think is better In terms of Uh uh, which which of these games did, are you getting better enjoyment out of this game or mass effect and brawl
2: um good question um now i don't know they they're very different uh, types of game um i mean i probably have to give the edge to anthem to be honest with you cuz with andromeda it's a decent rpg Like I think the core mechanics of Andromeda Are good It's just the fact that the story Is so poorly written and poorly Handled that it takes Away a lot from it so You can only really compare The gameplay elements to The gameplay elements of Anthem And you know both these games don't have A strong story let me say that So if you're (laughs) just comparing the Gameplay Anthem is better In my opinion so I would go with Anthem
1: Okay. And, and, you know, let me ask one final question because I, I have to ask this, this uh, question. You know, Bioware, you said the story is already horrible. So I just want to ask, uh, does Bioware, based on what you played so far, do they do a good job of establishing the relationships? And are you able to flirt with anybody or, you know, any, any, anything of the nature? Or is it just you're basically doing missions and there's like no character development whatsoever?
2: Uh, I mean you know when you go to Fort Tarses there's a lot of banter And um there's a lot of Discussions that you have That kind of Um that kind of Add the lore of the game And everything um and you do Get to make dialogue choices and things Like that but they don't They don't hold any weight to what you're doing Um so if you're One of the people who are a big fan Of um Bioware's storytelling and narrative In their previous games You are not going to be satisfied here at all um, And it's a shame Because that is one of their, their Strengths or it used to be one of their strengths um, So it's a shame That you know that's kind of been Stripped away from, from Andromeda and this game um, But yeah like it, it's, it's definitely Not strong there's no you, you have no influence over what happens In the story at all um, and I'm not sure If there's any romance but I would highly Doubt it to be honest Because uh, it's, it's pretty Much like in between your Missions you go to four tasks you talk To a bunch of NPCs and then You leave and do another mission That's pretty much the flow of the game so Don't expect like anything Major in terms of the Storytelling um, So Yeah it's, it's a shame, though, because, you know, Bioware used to be the best at that hands down when it came to narrative-driven experiences. Uh, let's hope they show something with Dragon Age, I don't know, but I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. That,
1: that, that I I just I just have to say, that, that sounds very disappointing, um, but uh, I will try out the game at some point. I know that our very good friend Fergus Mills was trying to get me and and edward to get the game on xbox now i already know that edward is not going to get the game but uh i still may may get it to uh check it out so we'll see we'll see what happens um but very disappointing to hear that uh it is not quite exactly what uh some people might might have might have expected um but it is what it is
2: did you uh, uh did you enjoy destiny at all
1: I actually I actually did start to enjoy Destiny and then when I started to play through Destiny and get to the very end I realized that it, I had to wait a long time for other content and I just stopped playing it all together so I don't know if this is going to be the same thing, I know they have a roadmap of all of the content all of their plans for Anthem but uh, I'm curious to know if people are going to actually stick around with this game for that long um, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that but uh, I am going to try it out for sure. I, I definitely will try it out at the very least.
2: Yeah, I will say one thing because um, one of the great things about the first Destiny was that there was a lot of good end game content. There were a lot of things you can do to further de- de- develop your character. But from what I've been hearing in Anthem, there there isn't much end game content to enjoy. It's just like a lot of repetitive stuff, like going out and killing things and farming items and stuff like so yeah um a lot of people probably won't stick with this game
1: Uh uh-oh ouch that hurts but uh the truth hurts so it is what it is um okay well yes thank you for letting us know about anthem uh as for what i have been playing uh there's only really two games i have been playing uh of course i played more metro exodus Uh, As I said on this this show last week and the week before, definitely a solid uh, story-driven first-person shooter. So if you like those types of games, you definitely should check out this game. It'll be right up your alley. Um, I do have a review that I'm working on for that. That'll be on the website sometime this week. And I'm also doing a review for uh, Trials Rising. Uh, I spoke about this also last week. And actually recorded a podcast with uh, our very good friend Adam Vale of the uh, Throwdown and um, Wrestlecast. We actually recorded a a pod like a little brief discussion about the game because we both have been playing it. Uh, so make sure you check that out when the review embargo lifts, which is actually supposed to be tomorrow. Um, and you'll also see my review as well. But what I can tell you right now is. Um, if you're a, a fan of the Trials games or any of these types of physics-based uh, racing games, you may enjoy this game. Because, I mean, it's it's pretty fun laid back. It does have a couple of issues with it. I'm not going to tell you it's perfect. But um, I, I overall, I would say it's definitely like, it, it, you know, it, we're living in a time where there's a lot of games that are coming out. All different types of games. Some more so the same. This is just something different if you want something different to play that's a little different from everything else um so i definitely would say it's worth you know checking out but um like i said we we did a pretty lengthy discussion on the game so stay tuned for that tomorrow on the on the channel and on the website um and feel free to let me know if uh if you do pick up the game what your thoughts are on it i'm very curious to hear what people what people think of the game especially if they play the other games but uh definitely worth checking out and uh stay tuned for more impressions tomorrow. Um but uh yeah. So, that pretty much concludes what we have been playing and uh what we've been up to. Uh now I'm actually going to uh pass the mic over to Dana because she got to play a little game recently, some uh independent game called uh, Rage 2 made by some studio uh in uh you know Bethesda I believe. Uh so Yeah, yeah so how about you give us a little information on what this uh, mysterious game is? Because I've I've never heard of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was this really small independent game called Rage. I think it Rage Raj Two by Bethesda. <laughs> Bethesda. I wasn't really sure, but um, basically, it's crazy. It is literally crazy, and it's even more crazy. Um, basically, it's kind of the very same concept as we had before, with that kind of isolated a post-apocalyptic tale of, like, basically civilization's downfall and everyone's literally just on their own trying to survive and mainly just kill each other. Um, This now is more like a completely more insane, less rules, open, sandbox, I don't even know what's going on but I'm having a lot of fun playing it type of game. It takes place 30 years after the original. So... It's much huger now. You can look and look the game is very expansive and it's much longer in its play time. Um, you're playing as a walker which is basically one of the offspring of the Ark Survivors from the first game and this one it's kind of feels like the, 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 the controls are the same that kind of thing. It does look much crisper much clearer and you're able just to have a lot more weapons um, available to you and it feels really great when you're playing it and the weapons are just really fun. Now they're you know, the common ones, like you have your shotguns and you have you know, like your, your weird type of other guns where like, for example, I can shoot you and through that it, they'll send like a propeller out and you'll go flying through the globe. So like there's weird kind of combination things. There's also gravity guns. Um, where I'm able to, again, I can shoot you and you'll just propel completely off screen and you'll have like this weird sound effect. that's like, ah, type of thing. So it's really fun in that um, you have the traditional dash evade, you're able to fight. Um, There are some weird type of gadgets. You're able to absorb bullets, like like a shield thing. So you're able to absorb that. Um, That is kind of fun. (laughs) They really just, like I said before, they expanded upon what was re- originally was happening. Um, they there is the Mutant Bash TV game show that returns, where basically you other it's like players in their pitted like a wave based battles against different people. So that is fun. It's again still very fast paced. So if you're looking anything that you really liked from the original, is what you're going to get in this one I wasn't able to you know play for hours on good maybe hour hour and a half that I was able to play and it was just a lot of fun it was a lot of mission-based um uh, uh, things that I went on but they were also you're able to just do your own thing and that is also I would say was just as fun as the more mission-based campaigns that they would have you go on so I I really, so far, I think that it is going to be pretty fun. And right now, the way that it's headed, I it's much better than the first one. But I'm not knocking the first one. Like, that was fun and weird in its own right. But this one is just, it's more on steroids. So I liked it. And so it'll release on uh, May 14th, for those who are interested.
1: Hey, that sounds absolutely awesome. Um, I know I'm looking forward to the game after I saw the uh, the videos that we saw uh, so that's cool We
0: also made it a lot more complicated. there were a couple times where me and other players were just completely lost <laughs> We're just wandering around and just lost trying to get from one place to the next and there are so many side missions and side things that's going on like they have their own little environment that you just end up It's very easily to just get sidetracked. And then forget what it is that you're doing in the first place.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think I think that's I think that's awesome because uh, I know what uh, Avalanche is also behind this. Uh, they made the uh, Mad Max game. Yeah, I really enjoyed that game a lot.
0: Um, yeah, it's basically it's Mad Max just on steroids and speed. A lot of speed. <laughs> yeah. Like there's parts where like you have to there's a huge shootout and they will start doing that rock music thing. Yeah. It'll start playing these random type of rock songs to really get you amped up in it. So it's one of those things where you just feel like everything when you're playing it is all involved, like through the music. So you're got you emotionally feel like you're involved in it as well. And you kind of get that adrenaline through it. So it's definitely Mad Max. Just, I would say, right now, superior. Yeah.
1: Fair, fair, fantastic. Uh,. Yeah, I'm definitely going to make it a point to check it out. Uh, I did want to ask uh, you, Gary, uh, I believe you played the original Rage as well, so are you looking forward to this game, or is this a game that you might pass on?
2: Um, I don't know, I'll, I'll, uh, when it releases, I'll see what people are saying about it and decide from there, I guess. It's not, you know, my immediate radar, just because there's so many other things going on in life right now, but, um, the first Rage was good, you know, in in terms of its um, concepts and its scope. But I feel like games like Borderlands executed that kind of style a lot better. Um, I'm sure Rage 2 will be, you know, it will expand on what the first game tried to do a lot more. And, and it will probably be more enjoyable for the most part. But, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to wait and see what it's like when it comes out.
1: Hmm. Well... I know, I know I did not play the first Rage, so uh, I was considering going back to playing that, but I'm probably just going to wait for this, because again, there are, like you said, there's a, a lot of games that are out, there's some, a lot that's, that are still coming out, but this has a chance to come out, and I um, don't necessarily have uh, all the time in the world to play all of these games, but uh, you just have to pick and choose what you are interested in playing. But I definitely want to check this out, because... I liked it when they had the gameplay trailer at E3, and then some of the other footage I've seen. The game looks awesome, so definitely want to check it out. Yeah.
0: Looks very, very
1: similar to Mad Max. That's a good thing for me. Yeah. That's a great thing for me. Because I, I, if I recall correctly, when that Mad Max game came out, it came out the exact same day as a game that Mr. Kennedy tells me. I should be playing, and that's the Metal Gear Solid Five game, uh, Phantom Pain. Um, so that was, that was a little—that was a bad decision on, on the, the, the developer's part to release it at that time. But uh, it's still a good game. Uh, I think it's worth checking out. I have recommended it in the past, but I'll definitely check out this game. No,
0: no doubt about it. And they also—they do have car combat, which is fun as well. If you're not a drive.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, so we hey. have
0: the car combat, but that's, yeah.
1: That's cool. That's cool. So, we'll definitely check it out. You said uh, May 14th? Yes, oh. sir. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yes. All right. Well, th- thank you for sharing those impressions. Uh, definitely, we'll check that out. Definitely, uh, we'll look more into that game as we get close to the release date. Um, so, yeah. Uh, there is one little quick top topic I want to throw in here, and I know that this is not related to gaming, but I have to mention this because we're not going to be able to mention it on our other show until later. So Dana and Gary, I have to get you guys' opinion on the shocking news that Netflix has canceled The Punisher and Jessica Jones.
0: <laughs> um, we also are coming. We were just waiting. <laughs> And there's a Disney streaming service, and also Hulu's like, "Hey, we got you. If you need anything to watch, so I really am not surprised by this."
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, we we knew this for a while now.
1: Well, well, well. uh, How about how about you, Gary? Because I I know that you absolutely loved Jessica Jones season two. You said that was by far one of the best uh, Netflix Marvel shows that you've ever watched.
2: Oh, you're you're completely trolling right now.
0: No you blow me crying You nah. was no <laughs>
2: uh, Jessica Jones season 1 Season 1 of Jessica Jones was Incredible in my opinion Like one of the best Season 2 they just completely ruined it for me And I think it's very telling That they announced that it's cancelled Before season 3 even comes out Like that's very telling Like there.
0: <laughs> no, we knew everyone was just waiting, so they, we all knew that it was being canceled. I know, I know
2: but they they didn't do that with Punisher though. Like they, before Punisher, we only knew that Luke Cage and Daredevil were canceled. Yeah, but the
0: difference was that they were in different um, starts of their production. Punisher found out they was canceled when they was in the writing room, writing for the next season. Uh-huh. Jessica Jones already wrapped their season three, so that's why.
2: Okay, well. I'm I'm glad you know, Jessica Jones was cancelled. Based on <laughs> <two>. but... <laughs> Oh my god! Dang. No, the second one was really bad. Like seriously, but um, it is a shame that you know Punisher, Daredevil, and Luke Cage. You know that they they are cancelled. Even the Defenders, because I didn't mind that that Defenders series. Oh no!
1: It.
0: Oh no! <laughs> Now you're trolling us. Cause.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it no. I, I, think it wasn't of- that
2: bad. It wasn't that oh, it wasn't
0: bad. bad. <laughs> just a guy who went actually went to Harlem and thought he was Luke Cage. Uh Oh. <laughs> he was like, I want to see Harlem. He was like, I want to be Luke Cage.
1: Well, uh, you definitely. Hey, listen. Just be reminded that that is a superhero in real life. Uh, <laughs> we'll, will, will get beat down in real
0: life. He was starting fights in the middle of the park. Just like waiting to, you know, kick somebody's behind.
2: Mm, Yeah. She's exaggerating, by the way. I'm not
0: exaggerating. I'm telling the
2: truth.
0: (laughs) In all its glory, he was like staring down people ready to fight them in Morningside Heights. I was like, okay.
2: I don't even know what Morningside Heights is. So there you go. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Was that the project (laughs) building? (laughs) So, 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 so Gary, so, so Gary
1: thought he was Bushmaster. Instead of Luke Cage, he was Bushmaster. The, the Bushmaster Bushmaster beat the hell out of Luke Cage season two. He beat the hell out of him, and I laughed at it when I saw those those fights.
2: Bushmaster was amazing. Like, the, the, Luke Cage season two is underrated in my opinion, but but yeah, um, yeah, we all saw you know that these cancellations coming, um, and I guess it's part of Disney's bigger plan. For these characters or these shows or you know whatever with their streaming service I, I do believe we'll see these characters again in some form in the future especially Daredevil um, and probably like Luke Cage as well but um and Iron Fist maybe I don't know I, I believe we'll see them in some form whether it's in the movies or on their streaming service we will see these characters on screen again yeah so um you know it's just part of disney's plan unfortunately they do own the properties so this type of thing happens but um at least you know we have those shows to go back to like in a few years or so you know down the line we can go back and watch the whole thing again and i'm sure we'll be you know pretty excited for it the first like just just as we was the first time we saw them uh just make sure you skip jessica jones season two and you're good (laughs) <laughs> oh, and, and, and Iron Fist, Iron Fist season. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I, he said yeah, Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist. You said yeah, skip those as well. So yeah, but... <laughs>
0: all I know is that we were promised sixty-four superheroes in Infinity War. So chop chop. How I
2: many did the- we get? Did, did someone officially count like how many we got? <laughs> it was, it was
0: not Sixty. It was like what? Maybe twenty.
1: Well, well, it, yeah, but then I guess the ones that the one are, are the ones that also were deceased, but were off screen. Did they did they count as also making the appearance in uh in, in 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 that movie?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, I
0: don't
1: even think so. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I I guess uh, we'll, we'll have to wait to see. But you know, um, in, in the meantime though, uh, very curious to know what the future holds for these characters, the properties, so on and so forth. Um we'll see what what's up with that Disney streaming service Oops. and I, I oh yeah, and i and I also want to see how Netflix is going to do now that they're raising prices and they do not they're not gonna have these shows on there anymore. they do have their other shows, but I'm very curious to see how that's going to be received by the uh the, the uh, people who actually are on Netflix now.
0: I think so. it'll be fine because even if you look at Netflix during its off seasons like the 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 Marvel stuff during the off seasons. They still produced a lot of TV shows and a lot of content. So I think they will be alright.
1: All
2: right. Well, all I know is if they're raising prices, that Witcher show better be fire like <laughs> <laughs> the special effects better be phenomenal.
0: I find it interesting that Hulu dropped their prices and remember they're getting the Halo TV show.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, the Hulu, Hulu is going to be like 5.99 a month, uh yeah. starting this week. This upcoming week, yeah.
0: Drop mine like last month. I was like yes.
1: Oh, see? Well
0: We'll
1: so see that that's uh yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. So I look I look forward to seeing how this plays out for for all parties involved. <laughs> okay, so uh on that note, uh let's jump back over to the gaming side of, of news and we're gonna go to the stories. That made the most headlines this week. Uh, the first story we got to talk about these MPDs for January uh, 2019. Um, now the Nintendo Switch was the best-selling hardware, uh, so congrats to Nintendo. Uh, we'll talk more about Nintendo later on. But then we got to the interesting number of the uh, the best-selling software. So I'm going to start from number ten. And some of these, you know, we'll address these because some of these may or may not be a surprise, but uh, there's also some that I see on here that uh, I'm a little surprised that it's not on the list or it's low on the list. So let's start with number 10, Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh Number nine was Mario Kart 8. Number eight was NBA 2K19. Number seven, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. Number six, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Number 5, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, Number 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Number 3, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Number 2, Resident Evil 2 Remake. And that means that number 1 is Kingdom Hearts 3. So... um, I want to get to uh, you guys' opinions. Is, is there anything on this list that surprises you, or uh, is it pretty much as you expected? So uh, how about you go first, uh, Dana?
0: Um, I am Grand Theft Auto Five. Wow, okay. Ooh, that... <laughs> Random, but okay. Mario Kart, you know, that's always going to be there. NBA, that's because of the, the All-Star Games. I'm going to just assume mm-hmm. that's the only reason why. Um, Ace Combat 7, okay now I'm a little shocked about that um, I'm happy though about Super um, Super Smash Brothers well that always, Smash Brothers is always there, but I'm really happy about um, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe just because I am a Mario's fan, I did not expect it to be number 3 mm. uh, I'm a little bit surprised by that, but I'm not surprised by number 1 and I'm not surprised by number 2 and I kind of thought Red Dead would be higher or lower on the list. Yeah, I, I... More like a number three. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely find it interesting that, as you said, Grand Theft Auto Five, number 10 on the list. Uh, I mean, I, obviously they're still supporting GTA Online, but uh, I know that uh, Red Dead Online has not really been received uh, that positively, uh, especially when it launched... As the beta back in December, so uh, I'm very curious to see what happens as the year goes on. Whether or not uh, Grand Theft Auto will stay on this list, whether or not Red Dead will still be on the list. Uh, but um,
2: yeah, I was very surprised to see that. Um, I think Red Dead will be gone completely next month.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: You th- you think you think you think so? Yeah, just because there's a lot of like new games coming out. So um, well, I don't think a lot of people will go back. I mean, everyone who wanted to play that game has probably played it already, and the, the online wasn't that popping. So yeah.
0: Well, you can say the same thing about friggin' Super Mario Brothers.
1: Well, well, the, well, well, well. There's one thing I do want to say about that Mario Brothers game, and it, you know, I really have to, I really have to give Nintendo a hand because they are finding a way to use the games that were on Wii U making ports on Switch and then they just instantly blow up with the sales because this this is essentially the same game that was on the 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 uh the, the, the Wii U just repackaged and now it's now it's on the Switch um so i it to, to to the fact that it's number 3 at the top of this list is just i think that is that is definitely i was not expecting that to be number 3 at all
0: uh is so it fair to like include games because technically you know it's
1: not a new game well yeah you're, you're right you're right but uh I, you know i guess uh that doesn't matter i guess to them because you know again they, they look at it as being well now this is the same game but it's on the switch so i guess that makes it a new game to them like i mean i have no idea um but again i, I do give I'm, I'm not hating on nintendo i just i give them credit yeah. uh because yeah, I, I know a lot of times I've seen a, a game that has been out on one system come out on a you know, come out on the next version comes out on the next version of that system and I I've never seen it sell that well. So that that means the Switch is just it is doing phenomenal for Nintendo. Um yeah, cuz again, that that's on there and then you also have uh, Mario Kart 8 is on there. Um, and if you keep looking down this list, I'm pretty sure there's a couple other Nintendo titles. Yeah, look at this. The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, number 13 on the list. That game came out a long, like, like years ago. So, Switch is doing pretty damn well, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm just, yeah. It yeah. Is. I'm just upset there's no, um, your favorite game is not on here. 2K19.
1: Oh, we talking about WWE? Two K
0: nineteen. Come on. <laughs> well, 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 you
1: know that, that that right there should be a, a clear indicator that Two K has done a horrible job with this game because this was the month that Royal Rumble happened. So, I would have thought that the game would have been on there. So, I am curious to know when WrestleMania happens if it's going to again pop up on the NPDs. Uh, but
0: yeah it would be nice if it did. I mean, if you have NBA 2K 19 on there, and even for some strange reason, Madden is at number eleven.
1: yeah mm-hmm. well well different. well well that that uh, I, I think that's because uh the Super Bowl was at the end the beginning of February, uh, and the playoffs were happening all throughout January, so that's probably why and, and I, I do know that they had that game on sale, uh, especially right before the Super Bowl they had the game on sale. Uh, so that that's probably what that that what, what that's all about. Um, but very interesting, I, I have to say. Um, so, how about you, Gary? Did you have any other thoughts on uh, this MPD list? Is there anything that surprises you?
2: Um, I do want to give a shout out to Tales of Vesperia at number twelve because that game is a remaster of a classic RPG. So the fact that it's at number twelve means. A lot of people went out to, to buy it which is good um, even though it didn't make the top 10 i think number 12 is it's pretty good for that game um so as for the top 10 um i am surprised about ace combat um and uh and i mean i i expected super smash bros to be higher like i i would have thought that would be number three because i know it came out in early december and Mm -hmm. everything but um i feel like that game was a a very popular game so i thought it would have stayed in the top three for a while but um hey i mean there's another switch game in number three so i mean i guess switch owners are very happy right now because they have a lot to play um and i mean uh, nothing else here is like hugely surprising but um, obviously last month we did have one show where we we uh, spoke about the possibility of Resident Evil outselling Kingdom Hearts 3 because Kingdom Hearts yep. 3 was released late into January and Resident Evil was you know um, highly regarded by people like people loved it and it was like everywhere people were streaming it like that game was just everywhere like everyone was talking about it. And I haven't heard that much about Kingdom Hearts 3 um, since that week when it launched. So to see it see it at the top of the list is definitely a little surprising. Um, but I mean, I've heard mostly positive things from people who have played it. Um, I mean, a lot of people still say that the story is confusing and convoluted. But I think a lot of people still enjoyed it for the most part just for the gameplay and... Um, you know, it's a Disney game. It's, it's got a lot of fun Disney characters and Disney worlds and things like that. So those things are always going to sell because people love Disney. So uh, my only gripe is that this game doesn't have any Final Fantasy characters, whereas the the previous Kingdom Hearts games have a lot of like Final Fantasy characters and stuff. But this one doesn't, um, which is why I didn't rush to buy it day one. So uh, yeah um pretty much, you know, nothing too crazy with this list, but yeah, it's interesting.
1: Absolutely. Uh so, um I'm very curious to know what is uh the, what the actual February MPDs are going to be as you mentioned earlier, uh you don't think that uh Red Dead will be on this list and we'll we'll, we'll have to see about that because I mean, yeah, there was a lot of games that have come out this month. Um so, I can't wait to see that, and I also can't wait to see where Crackdown Three is at on this uh, <laughs> this list uh, next month. Because I'm pretty sure it'll be on there, but it won't won't be high. If I had to make a guess,
2: <laughs> yeah, next month is definitely going to be interesting just to see where everything is placed. But um, but yeah, yeah, we'll wait and see. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, absolutely. So, um, on that note, uh let's move on to the next topic. And, uh, this is going to be a, a sad topic for some people. Uh, cause, uh, I know, uh, I know that Gary was broken up about this and the same thing goes for Dana, as well as a lot of, a lot of people that we know. Uh, but, uh, Reggie, piece of announced this week that he is retiring from Nintendo. Um, I believe he's been with Nintendo for about 15 years or so. Um, yeah, so he 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 is, he is he is he's officially going to be retiring. His last day is going to be on April fifteenth, um, and he's going to be replaced by uh, marketing boss Doug Bowser. And of course, when everyone saw that headline, they, they just couldn't stop laughing because you know Bowser. Um, so uh, I wanted to get to your thoughts on this particular news. Uh, We'll go to you first, Gary. Uh, what, what, what were your thoughts on when you heard this news about Reggie uh, retiring from Nintendo? Uh, I,
2: I think it should have been Bowsette that uh, took over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: But now, nah, um, uh, well, I mean, you know, sad news. But uh, Reggie, he's done a lot of work in the game, um, so you know, it's, it's respected. He, you know, he's earned his uh, his time to chill and. His time to to walk off in the sunset And everything Um, He's done a lot of good work for the Nintendo brand He was pretty much the face of Nintendo on the western side Because you know A lot of things get lost in translation When you're dealing with You know a a largely Japanese company And everything Um, So he was like you know the face To kind of translate everything And make everything understandable On the western side And you know he he did a great job. Like you know, he's he's a great talker, great showman. Um, you know, and yeah, I mean, it's not much more to say. Like the the, the man was great at what he did, um, and I, I think because one of the last moments we have for him is when he was standing with uh, Phil Spencer and Sean Layden mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, that's it's it's a good way to go out. Like the Nintendo Switch is doing great right now. Um, they actually won that that NPD in January they sold the most so you know that shows you just how great they're doing. Um, so yeah I mean they're they're in a good spot. Um, he's done great work so you know at some point you have to move on and try something else in life. so you know kudos to him and um, I hope he enjoys his next venture in life.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Do you have any thoughts you would like to share, Dana?
0: Well, basically everything that Gary said, you know, it's going to be sad that he's not the face anymore. And, you know, after all these E3 and different Nintendo Directs seeing him, you just kind of got used to him after a while. But, you know, I hope he has a happy second career and happy second half-life or whatever he's doing that he finds content and happiness
1: with it so yay for him yes i agree um i've always found reggie to be entertaining you know certain things that he said so on and so forth and giving these presentations no doubt about it he's done a lot for nintendo um congratulate him on a on a great career there um i know some people will be sad although i would like to remind those that are sad uh the, 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 these are jobs, you know, everybody retires at some point, you know, at least you hope to retire. Uh, I mean, it's happened with Microsoft, it's happened with Sony. When Phil Spencer retires, people are definitely not going to, uh, be too happy to hear that news, but this, this, this stuff happens, life goes on. um just, uh, you know, know that Nintendo is in good hands, that he's done a great job when he, while he was there, and um wish him the best in whatever his next en- endeavors are but uh yeah um the new the news i know i know he had the, the goodbye video that he released uh and i, th- I thought that was great um so a- as you as you both said there's not really too much else to say just uh wish him well in whatever his next uh whatever he works on next and uh as for nintendo I mean, I I think it's a good time for him to leave because, as you already said, Gary, Nintendo is doing extremely well now with the Switch. Um, I personally do not have a Switch. Uh, I will get a Switch again in the future, uh, sometime soon, but uh, yeah, no doubt about it. Looking forward to seeing what Nintendo does because they're on a roll right now. So um, we'll see what happens next. But uh, I think that's all wanted to say on reggie unless you had anything else uh you, you know i you know I, either of you wanted to add
0: bowser looks fun
1: <laughs>
0: that he released with the mario and luigi on like the shelf but then you looked up they were tied up oh yeah so he looks fun so they're keeping <laughs> that same energy and that name man that's that's a good one.
2: Oh yeah yeah, it's like I it's, it's the perfect irony that his name is bowser so oh yeah people are gonna have lots of fun with that so that's good
1: no i yeah i i definitely agree it is good <laughs> all right so um moving on to the next story and this is a little bit of nintendo as well uh because we're actually shifting gears towards microsoft uh, and there's a lot to talk about with Xbox this week. A couple of other new, little news stories packed into this. These two big topics. So first off, there was a uh, this this uh, rumor going around. Uh, obviously, I don't I don't really know if this is confirmed yet. Uh, I do know that uh, Microsoft is going to actually have a press conference at uh, GDC next month, and apparently they're going to be talking about a couple of things. Not a press conference. They're going to have some type of um, Discussion panel that they're going to have there, and apparently they're going to be talking about this stuff. But apparently the rumor is that they might be bringing Xbox Game Pass to the Nintendo Switch. Um, they're saying that some of the titles that are already under Microsoft's brand may eventually come over to the Switch as well. And one of those titles uh, I did see, they said Ori in the in the Blind Forest, and of course the sequel as well. All that stuff may potentially be coming to Game Pass which means it will also be available to play on the Nintendo Switch. So, I wanted to get uh, both of your thoughts on this particular rumor, because again, I, I don't really know if this is a... This isn't anything that is confirmed confirmed yet, but uh, a lot of people are talking about this, so I guess that means we're definitely going to hear something about it very soon. So, so whoever wants to go first.
2: Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, this, uh, this was some shocking news for a lot of people um, I know there's a lot of people confused about why this would happen And how it benefits Nintendo um, And, I mean, it's it's business, you know, like I look at this as, like, Nintendo are willing to throw Microsoft a bone um, And yeah like i don't know because because right now obviously xbox isn't in the best place in terms of like i mean they're they're still selling you know xbox is still selling of course but like they are not the top of the market um and they're still falling victim to the bad pr that happened at you know the, the launch of their console um so i think this is nintendo just helping them out a little bit and um I think it's very interesting that, the uh, you know, the um, Game Pass is going to be on another platform, and a gaming platform at that. And also you have to realize that um, although the Switch is getting a lot of third-party support now, Nintendo doesn't see themselves as in competition with um, PlayStation and Xbox, even though they technically are. Um, <laughs> they, I, they look at it as their exclusive stuff is you know sets them apart from from what Sony and Microsoft to do and to an extent they are right because they have some exclusive IPS that people are always going to buy no matter what like whenever there's a new Mario out and it's on a new system people are going to buy that system so they can play that Mario So you know they, they do have that loyal fan base they have games that you you do not see anywhere else. So, you know, to an extent, Nintendo, you know, they are in their own lane because they just they have a hive behind them. Like, you know how Beyonce has the hive, like the beehive, like Nintendo has their own hive. Like people will follow them. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But um yeah, so I mean this won't this won't affect people. It's not like people are gonna get game pass, play it on Switch and be like Oh, you know what? I'm gonna sell my Switch and buy an Xbox instead. Like that's that's not gonna happen. So, <laughs> so um, this is this is very smart for Microsoft to have this happen to strike this deal, and Nintendo are very generous to accept that offer. But it also doesn't really impact what they are doing. So, um, I think this is a cool partnership. Um, and I did see something else I, I saw another headline but we'll get to that after you guys share your thoughts
1: oh yeah and I, and I think i know what the headline is we'll definitely get into that um but go ahead dana what are your thoughts on uh, this news?
0: i don't have an issue with this um right now it's still a rumor we don't know any details we don't even know if there are details because it's still um i don't have any problem with this and I think that it could, you know, help bring more of the gaming community together as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty good with it, and I would like to see the, the the cross-platform achievements and, you know, multiplayer stuff. So, I don't have any problems.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I mean, I I pretty much agree with the both of you.
0: Um,
1: it definitely it, it definitely would be great if, if this is true if it does happen um it definitely benefits uh more people who have nintendo or or xbox they they will have a lot a lot of different options of what they can play and what they have access to of course i don't really know of all of the games that would 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 run on the switch uh because i would assume that there's probably going to be some that might be too graphically advanced where they may not run quite as well on the switch i mean I, i have no idea I I have to see what their plan is for this. Uh, But obviously, I'm pretty sure they can make some type of tweaking if they needed to, or that at least the game is able to run on the Switch still
2: Uh, to some degree. My assumption is that this is going to happen over the cloud, right? Like, so you're not actually installing the game or running it off the hardware. You're just Ah, playing it in the cloud. So I think for that, I mean, you could have, theoretically, you could have halo infinite playing on switch or something but that that depends on your internet connection also so
1: yeah yeah because see
2: i I haven't used the
1: nintendo online service so i don't know how the internet is um but yeah uh i'm pretty sure microsoft can work with nintendo to find a way to make this work and as you said if they use the cloud that'll be great um but yeah as dana already mentioned uh opening up gaming to more that's always a great thing so i don't have any issue with that at all um so we'll have to wait and see till we hear some more but um as you mentioned gary there there was another little bit of a story that uh that you said you wanted to mention i think i know what the story is but please feel free to enlighten us all as to what that story is
2: yeah so i i saw a headline um i didn't actually click on it because I, I didn't have time to but i saw a headline and i laughed to myself but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh the, the headline was something like um microsoft will try to get game plus on the on playstation network also
0: yeah. um <laughs> oh, whoa, uh-oh, uh-oh, whoa. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, okay,
1: so, so you know that that actually that actually is different than what I thought you was going to say. But yeah, please do continue, and then I'll share what it is that I I also heard.
2: Okay, that that will be interesting. So yeah, um, with regards to that, um, that would quite possibly be the stupidest thing Sony could do if if they allowed that to happen, because <laughs> um, they are like unlike Nintendo, they are in head-to-head direct competition. Yeah, um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that that would make zero sense for that to happen, um, <laughs> and it would completely undermine everything that Sony is doing on their own network. So um, that I don't think that will happen. I mean, maybe Microsoft talked about it as a possibility, but it's not going to happen. I, this I don't think it's going to happen. But um, what was you going to say, Rich? What was your story?
1: So there was another story that is a rumor. However, a lot of people are starting to now talk about this, which makes me think that it might not all be a rumor. And that was that uh, a game that we know all too well that Microsoft canceled by the name of Scalebound uh, might yeah. be coming to might be coming to the Switch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there there was there was a report, a rumor that that game is now going to be taken over by Nintendo and they're bringing it to the Switch. So, uh, with Platinum Games, is still involved because the thing is, is that the game is not completely, like, what we saw of the game in the past, and they did have the build of that game at Gamescom that people were actually playing. So, the game, in my opinion, it probably just needed some more polishing and some other things had to be fixed. But the game still was in a state where it could have been completed, but for whatever reason, Microsoft decided no, we're gonna have to cancel this game. So... I was going to ask the question now If that rumor is true And this game does come to The the Nintendo Switch How do you feel about How Microsoft looks with all of this If that happens
2: (laughs) Now if that is true This could possibly be Part of the deal to get uh, The Xbox Game Pass On Nintendo because I I Mm. would imagine I would imagine there would have Had to be some kind of deal you know, struck between the two. So it this could have been one of them. Um and I also think that obviously Nintendo is going to profit somewhat from each subscription, I would imagine, um, of Game Pass. So, you know, maybe this is part of the terms or something. Um But I I had a feeling like even when that whole thing went down with scalebound, I had a feeling we would see that game again. Like I I don't think you just (laughs) You just delete code like that like you delete a whole game like I, I i had a feeling you would see it in some capacity again um i wouldn't be surprised if this came out on both xbox and the switch like as well like maybe that that might happen but um yeah i had a feeling we'd see it again and i i think there could be a lot of truth to that mm, interesting
1: yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, I think it is possible, as you said, because, uh, I mean, I, I I, mean, I, I was just very angry when it did get canceled, you know, because I will admit that I typically do not play those types of games, but I, that would, that, that was, I, I'm pretty sure that that definitely would have got me to actually want to play it. So if it is going to still come out, yeah, well, I definitely got to get a switch ASAP. <laughs> so we'll see. But, uh, Danny, you have any thoughts?
0: Basically, this is all just a wait and see moment, but that's still about the PS, uh, four and the Xbox. You know, sh- doing that cloud share thing—it's just hilarious to me. I don't see that happening at all. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's like a weird utopian world. So no. And if it does happen, it won't be in my lifetime. So no. But as for the whole um, Nintendo, um, one. That sounds fine. We'll see, and I don't think it's going to be like every game. You know, it's going to just be maybe just a limited amount of games that has that ability, mm-hmm. and that will be perfectly fine. But definitely not Microsoft and and PlayStation. The world will literally end if that's happening. <laughs> that's when you know you're in deep doo doo. It's like the sign of the end of the end times. So no.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm definitely surprised. Because I, I, I didn't see that headline, so it, it was surprising to hear that, but uh, that's very interesting, Gary, that uh, someone had wrote that. So I, I can only imagine what the comment section looked like on that article. There's um, <laughs> people arguing back and forth over, over, over whether or not uh, this is a great, a good thing, or a bad thing
2: oh yeah i'm yeah. I'm definitely gonna look up that article later after the show just to see what, what it we was saying i'm I'm sure the comment section is hilarious um yeah interesting concepts here um you know uh, I think all of like seeing businesses collaborate like this like I, it's, it's interesting to me um so yeah we'll see where this goes in the future
1: oh yeah absolutely
2: but, um, let's let's get to the to the next topic because that that uh we'll get to expand <laughs> more on, on some yes things.
1: so so yeah let, let's definitely talk about this next topic this is without it without a doubt i believe the main topic of today's show because uh i saw this this news headline on i believe it was on friday um and the thing about it is that it circulated so quickly I saw it on IGN. I saw it on all the other major major gaming uh, websites. So when I saw the headline, I was like, well, I think this is a given because this would make sense. But basically the news is that um, there was a rumor that came out that the next-gen Xbox, uh, I believe that there are going to be two models, which we've heard this multiple times, one titled Lockhart and one titled Anaconda. And one of these is a discless uh, Xbox system, while the other one is just a regular console. But basically, the news is that both of these consoles are going to be revealed at this upcoming E3, um, and that they are also going to be released sometime in 2020. And that Halo Infinite is going to be a launch title for this new Xbox. So, uh, once again, you know, obviously it is a rumor, but the thing is, is that Xbox Phil Spencer has already said. When Xbox has E three this year, and because they know Sony is not gonna be there, um, they said that this was gonna be one of the biggest shows that they've ever had. Um, and I would think that the whole reason that he said that was to give you a warning that yes, we have all this stuff coming. So I, I really don't think this could be looked upon as a rumor now, but I think this is that one hundred percent gonna happen because it makes sense for it to happen. So, uh we definitely gotta talk about this. So Gary, how about I get your thoughts first on this particular news, whether or not you think it's going to happen and if there's going to be any ramifications if it does happen.
2: Okay, um, so first of all, I think that that idea is super smart to have, like, a, um, the the Lockhart version will be, uh, you know, it'll be diskless, so you can't use discs; it's all online only. Um, And then the anaconda is like the beast machine with, you know, disk and, you know, online and everything. Um, I think that's genius because it's a good way to, to number one, do A and B testing. Um, A and B testing is basically seeing what uh, a group of people will do it when presented with specific, uh, you know, with two different options, I guess. Um, so, you know, if if most people flock to the Lockhart, the diskless one, that's a telling sign that um, you can move on, you know, to, um, to online-only consoles at that point. Um, and, you know, if people still go to the disk version, then people aren't ready for the change yet. So it's a good way to test the market, um, while also kind of training them towards the online-only option. Because we know eventually we're going to get there we're going to get to the point where it's just online only it's just a matter of um people being ready for it and this generation showed some people still aren't ready for it i think a lot of people you know this generation have moved more to online only and haven't been buying discs they've just been you know buying the games online um that has happened a lot more this generation i think but there's still a subsection of people out there that are not ready to make that move. Um, so having the two options is a great, you know, choice. Um, just to see what happens, you know, and and let's say the online version takes off, um, they can just, you know, focus on that version and in a couple years bring out, you know, their their version of Xbox One X for the next generation, and it will just be online only. Um, of course, a lot of us don't want that because we don't want to have to keep buying consoles. But um, you know, from a business standpoint, I guess this is their way of thinking. Um, so yeah, I think that's an interesting uh, decision if that's the the road they're going down. Um, and yeah, I mean, with Sony not being at E three, Microsoft should definitely take advantage and have a huge blowout. And just show us everything, show us what games you're working on, show us the, the new consoles, show us Halo Inf- Infinite. Like, they should just go balls to the wall and show everything. Like, let us see, let us literally look inside the Microsoft Studio and just see everything that's happening. Um, now, I will say, you know, um, I just brought up the fact that, you know, people don't want to keep buying consoles and the Xbox One X is still pretty new. Like, it, I feel like that console just came out. Um, so it's like, what, what's happened since the Xbox One X? Like, what has what has the big game been since Xbox One X was out? Crackdown Three, because you know. <laughs> uh, you
1: said, you... "Well, hold on. You, well, hold on. Go back to that question. You said, what 'What's been the'?" The what? biggest game on Xbox?
2: Yeah, like, what's been the biggest like, exclusive Xbox thing that came out since the Xbox One X?
1: Okay, well, there's a couple of games that were good. I don't know if they okay, would be Okay, okay, there was
2: the Forza. Biggest. There was Forza, I know that. That's that's good. Yeah.
1: For, for, Forza... For, now, I'm not talking about the Forza Mortispool series. I'm talking about Forza Horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those games would have been fantastic. Um, uh, I, I definitely want to mention Gears of War. The last Gears of War was was, was excellent. Um, uh, was it was it amazing? I mean, I don't I don't know if people say amazing, but I I thought I thought it was pretty damn great. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, a game a lot of people have overlooked and you know said it's not really a good game, which I would disagree. I, I thought that was pretty pretty pretty
2: fun. I mean, I meant since, since the One X came out specific oh
1: system 1x oh my fault yeah i wasn't paying attention at all okay so uh no nothing nothing (laughs) i i mean i mean you can talk about you can say forza the last forza horizon game but um i mean it's not really there hasn't been like one game where it's like oh i have to play this on xbox one x now i will say this This system is designed more so for, like, the third-party titles where the game doesn't quite hit the 4K that it could hit on the PS4 Pro. Like, I will say, Metro Exodus is pretty damn excellent on the Xbox One X. But I really can't say that I can compare that to how it is on PlayStation because I don't have a PS4 Pro. But I do know that a lot of the third-party titles, and maybe that's the way that they market them, they say that the better version is on Xbox One X because they can push the processing power a lot further. But in terms of the exclusives, I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, I mean, like, again, Forza Horizon, a great game, but racing games are not games that everybody plays, so I don't really think that that's a, a really good, a good enough example. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, I mean, in Gears of War 5 is coming out later this year, uh, but... I don't know that's, that's hard for me to answer
2: <laughs> Yeah I mean I guess my point here is um, Like sure there's a lot of Third party games that perform better On the Xbox One X and everything But there's a lot of people who Rushed out and bought the Xbox One X Which is a new version of You know the same console um, So I think if you're going To be introducing a new console Now that they have to get so soon After that one you have to really sell us on some software. Um, and I don't know. That might be the challenge. Because they only just acquired those studios. I'm not sure if they're ready to show games yet. Um, but they do need to show us a lot of great things. That aren't just third party. That, that will be coming to this new console. Um, especially because they are in third place right now. In terms of you know the console war and everything. So they you know It's all cool for them to to release a new Console but you need to give Us a huge reason why We why we should come Back to the Xbox brand And you know why we should Get their console over The next PlayStation so Yeah that's what They need to focus on doing at E3 this Year and without Sony there uh, they, They do stand a Good chance at doing that You know, because there'll be less competition for them, and they already have some sort of alliance with Nintendo, so I'm sure there won't be, you know, any serious competition there. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting, and I want to know when Sony is gonna do their event, because we know that they're they're gonna have their own separate event at some point to show what they have coming. Um, Yeah, if Sony is smart they would do it somewhere close to e3 like you know before or or right after like you know just to i don't know like just just do it somewhere around there um just so microsoft isn't the only talk of the town i think that would be the smartest thing for sony to do so yeah yeah my thoughts
1: well, well, I I, I, I definitely agree. Uh, one one thing I did want to mention uh, real quick before I go to Dana is that uh, they did say in that same report that was talking about uh, Halo Infinite is going to be a launch title for the next Xbox. They also said that, what it, that the the other game that um uh, that is being worked on being worked on right now by Ninja Theory is also coming out in twenty twenty. So. I don't know what that game is. Obviously, we haven't seen or heard anything that they're working on, so I would assume we're probably going to get some information on that also at E3 if it's coming in 2020. But, um, yeah, there's a lot to ponder over that, but, you know, I, I definitely have a few things, a few other points that I'll make, but let me go to Dana first. So, so Dana, what are your thoughts on uh, if this news does come true and Microsoft does reveal the next Xbox at uh, E3? Oh,
0: my anaconda. Don't want none. That's <laughs> That's a terrible name. Um, <clears throat> I'm broke. So either way, this is not affecting me. But for those who can't afford it, good for you. But for me right now, I feel that this is a bit unnecessary. Um, uh, for those who don't want to collect the physical game, I guess having the, what is it, the, the lock is it the Lockhart one? That doesn't have the um, tray in it?
2: Yeah, cool. that, that's the Lockhart.
0: So the Lockhart, you know... That's good for you. And I hope that the prices... They did say that it's going to be a cheaper version... But I do hope that it's cheaper than what the Xbox is to... Or else it just kind of... To me, it just kind of seems ridiculous. Um, so that's just my thing. If you If you have the specs for it... And this is like you're a hardcore gamer then this is good for you. But just remember, come next year, they might have something else that's new as well. So every year just seems like more consoles and then not enough games, in my opinion. But if you have the money, good for you.
2: Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, Because right now, my stance is I'm not buying either one of these consoles until they give me a reason to. Like, like, I'm not... (laughs) Like there, there was a, a a a time when I would just hop on any new console, like any new PlayStation that that came out, I would yeah. buy it blindly. Like I was a blind loyalist, um, you know. But now I'm at the point where I'm not buying either of these consoles, like unless they really show me a reason that I must get it, you know, because I'm I'm fine on PC, so.
1: Well, well, I, I, well, I think the other thing is that with Microsoft, we do know that now a lot of their titles come to PC also. So if they come out and they say that uh, that the Halo Infinite is that you that in order to play this you have to only have the new Xbox that's coming out. Well, that that definitely is going to definitely impact the sales of that console. Um, but at the same time, it would anger the people who have the Xbox One X. Which is me right now because that's what I have or the Xbox One or PC. So, um, I'm curious to know how they're going to play that. I believe they are, they already announced that Halo Infinite is coming to get, it's going to be on Game Pass anyway. So I, that will tell me it's probably going to be on everything, but, um, I do agree with what you have to say, Gary. Uh, it, it, even, even with, with Sony bringing out the PS5, there has to be a reason to have to get these these consoles and I think in the case of Sony we already know that uh The Last of Us Part 2, Death Stranding, uh Ghost of Tsushima, these games are more than likely going to be cross cross gen games where they're going to be on PS4 and PS5. So I don't really see why you would need to get a PS5 for any of these titles. Um but yeah, they're going to definitely have to do a good job of convincing people why they need to have the latest and greatest hardware. So, we'll see.
2: Indeed. And um, I will say one thing positive about Microsoft, because you know these last two topics tell a lot about their mindset and where they're going, and they they want to be the the number one gaming subscription service. That's what it seems like to me So um, as we go More to an online Only streaming climate I think Microsoft Is Like they're way better equipped Than Sony is to make that Transition so um, You know in terms of Being a, 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 a subscription Service Microsoft is way ahead of where Sony is at the moment
1: Mhm. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no doubt about that. Um, I, I know that uh as we mentioned last week, um, there was a that Sony did have a patent to uh, have a backwards compatibility on the PS Five, so that would be great if that's absolutely true. I mean, I don't know any of this stuff because again, these are all rumors or reports. They're not really confirmed details yet. It's just speculation at the moment until there's actually you know solid proof behind it. But, um yeah, I, I mean, I think, as you have already said, it, it, I really think the software is what will sell the hardware. So we have to be convinced why we need to get these games on the latest and greatest hardware. And I'm very curious to see what Microsoft is going to do about that. I, I kind of feel like Microsoft's mindset now is, we don't care if you get an Xbox, we just want you playing our games, which is why the games are also available on PC. So I think... That's totally fine but uh at the same time for the people that do want to get the latest and greatest software you have to give them a reason what is the benefit to getting this game on uh, another console when i couldn't just get it on the console i already have so that's something that they're definitely going to have to address uh as they start to talk about this stuff a lot more um and and, and on the flip side of that talk about the ps4 pro uh, of the games that have come out, do you think that uh, it, the PS4 Pro was really necessary to enjoy those games? Like God of War, Spider Man, uh, and
2: Days Gone is coming out next? No, um, I, I don't think so. At all. I think the PS4 Pro is worse than the Xbox One X, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I, I know there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they. Because uh, when God of War came out, there were a lot of people talking about how great that game was on the pro and you know i'm sure it it did look really good i mean playing on the normal ps4 it looked amazing so you know if it was like higher resolution and everything on ps4 pro i can imagine yeah it probably looked great but in terms of what you paid and whether it was worth it um i feel like the, the xbox one x was probably it's probably more of a worthy investment if you want that level of quality in 4K. Like that, that probably is the better purchase um, if you want to play, you know, a lot of these third-party things in 4K. Um, but to be honest, it, you know, if we're talking just me personally, I feel like both of them were a waste. Like I, I wouldn't buy either <laughs> of them. So, but the Xbox One X is definitely more worth it than the Pro.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, we shall see what the future holds. But uh, did you have any other thoughts you wanted to share, Dana, regarding this topic? So, well,
0: just as one of those things that I think for right now it's just a little unnecessary.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, 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 I certainly agree. Um, I think it's about the software, so we'll have to wait and see what is going to because i mean that's what i'm looking for the main selling point today microsoft and sony is going to be used as to why you need to have this new console that's what i'm curious to see so we'll see what that's all about thing
0: also is that if it is true and they do come out with this don't announce any other new consoles for at least maybe seven to ten years just leave it alone for right now and just work on games
1: yeah yeah I, I agree with that because uh, We didn't get I mean this Xbox One X hasn't been out that long so
0: uh,
1: Yeah they, they Definitely could take a break and relax With that I would yeah, say they,
2: they do need to chill because because like Dana said I'm broke like I'm, I'm buying thousand dollar phones And uh, <laughs> And um, Video graphics cards so yeah. so yeah they they need to chill
1: well well, 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 There's an easy solution to that, Gary.
2: Don't, don't, no, 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 no
1: more iPhones. Because, because, because Apple been taking L's as a late so it's time to consider uh, Android. I'm, I'm
2: waiting <laughs> for that. I'm waiting for that foldable iPhone. Man. Folds, man.
0: It folds. That's the one thing <laughs> we always need in society: is a folding phone. Because <laughs> we definitely did not live through the flip phone.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's true. Yeah. I, no, I, I certainly agree. I certainly agree. Uh, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, uh, I'm, hey, th- th- this, this is going to make E3 a lot more exciting now for me to see if Microsoft does this and what they announce. But uh, I- I'm curious to see what the reactions are going to be overall, whether or not – and I'm very curious for those that are listening, either if you're listening now or listening later. Please let us know your thoughts on these topics that we discussed today, especially this topic, because I'm curious – if any of you would actually pick up a new console just to, just because it's a new console when you can play the same game on the console you already own. So, um, definitely feel free to let us know your thoughts. But uh
0: if they announce um, the remastered version of WWE No Mercy, I'll pick it up.
1: <laughs>
0: Buy the console day one.
1: Uh, that that uh that might not be happening, but I will tell you one thing: we're probably going to get an AEW video game in the future, so you can look forward to that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll 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 see about that. But um, so uh, I think that concludes our show for today. Uh, unless any other topics that I, that you want to bring up, Gary or, or Dana, y'all you, all set? Uh,
2: nah, I'm good.
1: Okay, so, yeah, that, that, that does conclude our show for today. Uh, we thank you all for listening, showing your continued support. Um, Dana, do you have any shout-outs that you would like to give?
0: Just shout-out to you guys. Thank you for allowing me to ramble about Rage 2, and to and shout-out to the fans and those who are listening.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any, any time. Um, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to everybody on the coalition staff, as always. Uh, And of course, the people who show us support, if you're watching live or listening later, we appreciate your continued support. And uh, Gary, the floor is now yours for the uh, shout outs.
2: Oh, yeah. uh, Big shouts to the Xbox in the chat. Um, You know, I made sure the background was green this week just for those special listeners who who love Xbox a lot. Um, So shouts to you. And um, also, also big shouts to our Patreon supporters um, That's M Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers and Sean Goretti We thank you for your continued support Look out for more goodies and giveaways in the future And um, as always big shouts to you know, all of our loyal listeners And um, everybody on the Coalition staff as well and um, thanks for joining us this week, Dana, to you know, share your Rage 2 impressions as well. Good to have you back.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, once again, thank you all for the continued support. I hope that you all have a great week ahead. We will talk to you all next weekend.